The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Laura Evans is a singer-songwriter and actress known for her role as Madison Square Gardens in the Basil Brush Show and more recently as one of the UK's finest country and blues musicians. And she's now released the second single from her debut album State of Mind, which is called Fire With Fire, and that follows the success of her first single, I'm Alright. And she's on the phone with us just now, and you were just saying that you're actually away in Norway, right? <laughs> I am, yes. I'm I'm all the way in Norway at the moment, so wow. thank you so much for having me. Now, this new song, Fire With Fire, what's the inspiration behind it? Um, I actually wrote this song. This was one of the songs that I wrote in lockdown a couple mm. of years ago. Um, obviously, like many musicians, I wrote so many songs in lockdown. Um, and there was just a lot of kind of crazy stuff going on in the press and in the world at the time. And it's kind of just a song about staying true to yourself and finding your own peace of mind, I guess. Mm. It's probably the only song on the album that isn't about love. Yeah. So I'm hoping people can relate to it. Yeah. Did you find that during lockdown, writing songs sort of helped you have something to do? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I also had a lot of time to kind of... There wasn't a rush to write. Like, there is sometimes, you know, you make a priority to write something to finish it. Yeah. We just had so much time, so I think it was a great time for creatives to just take their time. Yeah. And how long did Fire With Fire take you to write? Was it quicker than normal because you had nothing else to do? Yeah, it was, actually. My boyfriend is a guitarist, and he was just strumming some kind of Fleetwood Mac-y, vibey, guitar-y thing. And I started singing that song and I got to the chorus and I was thinking, can I... I was trying to tweak the words of it and then the next day when I listened back to it, I was like, oh no, it's perfect. I'm Mm going to keep it just as it is. So I think it took couple of hours, Matt. Well, yeah. And as well, the single before this, I'm Alright, was already a big success. You must be quite happy with that. Yeah, I really was. Um, yeah, I knew for the first single I had to kind of go big or go home, really. Mm. So I'm Alright was definitely one of the the more rocky, bluesy songs of the album. That's why I had so much fun kind of recording it as well. Yeah, and there's an interesting story about how that song came about because I think I heard you say once that you wrote it on a plane, right? <laughs> 
Yeah, I was going on holidays to Greece last summer mm. and I was listening to a lot of Larkin Poe and uh, my boyfriend fell asleep actually mm. and I just turned off the music and started singing into my phone I'm in my brand new car with my sunglasses on <laughs> and the song was born from that. We did rewrite the chorus several times because yeah. the verses I had down straight away and then I rewrote the chorus with my producer, Josiah. Um, but yeah, the song actually started on a plane. Mm. And when you're flying to Greece, it feels like forever, doesn't it? So it's no surprise that you could write a song in that time. <laughs> yeah, and there's something about getting on a plane. I don't know if it's the altitude or something. Mm. I definitely get more in touch with my emotions, with my <laughs> imagination for writing songs. I don't know if anyone else feels like that, but it definitely mm. works for me. Yeah, although at the same time, it's quite noisy up there on a plane isn't it does that hinder things or do you manage to tune it out i think you tune it out yeah and i think yeah you kind of find a way to focus on your own thoughts maybe a little more than you would so yeah and the whole album state of mind is going to be out on the first of july what can we expect from the overall album well there's a little bit of everything on the album i've definitely stayed true to everything that inspires me so blues rock a little country um, there's there's probably only two ballads on there which are really fun and amazing to write. So, yeah, there's something for everyone, and it's full of kind of singles, really. There's not really any song I think you would skip an album track. I've kind of made a choice to make sure every song is, you know, the best it can be. Yeah, that's quite hard work, isn't it? Because a lot of the time you listen to some albums and if it's a classic album, only a few of the songs were hits. So do you feel like it's maybe important to make all of the album great songs? Yeah, I think we live in this world now of singles. Mm. And so I think maybe that's where it comes from. But I had so many songs that I thought were going to be singles that did, did get, didn't get released and I thought well I'll have to put them on the album and then once you kind of set the bar for those kind of songs and go through the list of all the other songs that might make it onto the album mm. some songs didn't make the cut you know just because they weren't quite good enough so and I picked 11 tracks so I, I, I feel like I picked the, the 11 best songs yeah and of course you mentioned about there being a couple of ballads on it it's interesting because you do ballads and more rockier songs do you prefer maybe one style over the other or do you still like them both really equally yeah I like them both equally I think if I had my own way I have to not write too many ballads because I find writing ballads easier yeah it's easier for me to write a slower song than it is to write something upbeat and radio ready. So um, when I do find the inspiration to write upbeat songs, I'm like, oh, wow, I better hold on to this. Whereas I could probably write ballads (laughs) all day. So I have to rein myself in. And actually, my voice works well with an upbeat, with a driving beat and electric guitars. So... Yeah, I tend to have to work a bit harder to write an upbeat song. Now, what actually got you interested in blues music? Were you into music as a child? Because I know you were an actress for a little while, weren't you? But was music always there even before that? Yeah, music was always there. And I kind of fell into acting through a little bit of a kind of accident, really. Mm. I always wanted to just make music and... I had a record deal when I was very young. I made it, made an album and it got dropped. So I was kind of left out in the cold with no music and no record deal. And I mm. kind of just started acting to fill my time. 
then landed a job on kids TV, as you do. Yeah. This is like a fork in the road. <laughs> I just kind of took a little detour. And then I was like, oh, I've, all I want to do is make music. So when that, that kind of journey ended, I definitely knew I was coming back to music. It was just a little later than planned. Yeah. And I think if you do the maths, you were quite young on the Basil Brush show, weren't you? So was that perhaps a good place to start? Yeah, I was late teens doing that. So it was hmm. by the time I was in my early 20s, then it was all over. So it was about finding who I wanted to be as an artist and what I wanted to say and stuff. Yeah. And you're back out on tour again as well, which is exciting. Yes. Yeah, I just finished a tour with the amazing um, Robert John the Wreck, who are a Californian southern rock band. So we've just done 12 dates in the UK with them. So that was awesome. And that's exciting to perform with Robert John and the Wreck. Who would you say is the most exciting people that you've performed with? Well, I'm still working on the list. I mean, Mm. there's so many amazing artists. Obviously, Robert John and the Rep was such a treat. And yeah. I haven't actually supported anyone mega, mega famous <laughs> yet. So hopefully, watch this space. I mean, I'd love to work with some greats like Larkin Poe or Beth Hart. Or yeah. There's so many amazing artists. So, yeah, hopefully yeah. one day. Did you support the Shires ones? I think I read that. I did, yeah. I supported the Shires a few times, actually, uh-huh. at, in Chepstow Castle. And that was pretty amazing because that venue is so cool and big. Yeah. So that was a highlight for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And what else is coming up for you? I suppose you've got this album coming out very soon, but with all the time during lockdown, have you maybe got more songs written that you're hoping to release at some point? Yeah, I think I was wondering what to do with all these songs. So <laughs> I think there's definitely another album in the works. Um, and as soon as this one is out and I toured it and done played some live shows this year, then next year we can definitely think about releasing some singles and then another album. So um, they're not all recorded yet, though. Mm. So I just kind of want to get out and play. It's been so long. Yeah. Just enjoying the live element at the minute of just getting out with my band and playing the album live. Yeah, absolutely. Well, where can we keep up to date with you and find all your music? Is it just in the usual places? Yeah, the usual places. It's Laura Evans on Spotify and iTunes and all your favourite music platforms. And then on Facebook, it's Laura Evans. Instagram, Laura Evans UK. Um, Yeah, just you can find me that way. Great. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great to chat to you. Thank you so much for having me. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 